0: Going Linux, episode 321, Sabion Revisited. Welcome to the Going Linux podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy. And I'm
1: your co-host, Bill.
0: Whether you are new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you with valuable information and advice that will help you in going Linux.
1: We hope that you find this and all our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and open source applications and using them to get things done.
0: In today's episode, Sabian Revisited. Hello, Larry. Hey, Bill. Welcome back to another recording session of uh, Going Linux.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, some of the latest news is Ubuntu finally says no more Unity Interface Development. Yeah. Who would have (laughs) guessed? They're going to use GNOME 3 now.
0: Yeah, I'm not so sure that it's a result of the... um Uh, The negative reaction to Unity when it was first released with the buttons on the wrong side and all that other good stuff, I think it has more to do with the fact that Ubuntu or Canonical was attempting to use Unity as the interface to help drive forward the concept of having a single operating system that runs on multiple devices, including tablets and phones, as well as desktop computers
1: yeah i think i think they just tried to bite off more than they could choose so everybody yeah. gets to use gnome 3 now which is good
0: <laughs> yeah
1: okay and then the other is i have to pick our users brains here i've been okay. planning my next linux desktop it's not going to be a laptop i'm gonna either I'm, i've looked at two one from system 76 called uh wild dog or whatever it is
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i said you know maybe i should just build it and uh because uh, I can't find exactly what I want. Uh, I'm looking for something that you know maybe has an, uh, an i5 or i7 processor, probably 16 to 32 gigs of RAM. Uh, probably have an SSD for the operating system, but then I want to put a, a couple uh, terabyte drives in for storage. Um, so I, I, if any of my, our listeners has any ideas or suggestions from many motherboards that they know works well with Linux or uh anything like that uh give uh how about uh, post it in our forums and or uh send send us an email in <laughs> Larry forum forum or to me but i'm i'm right now i want something with with uh, that's capable of doing um some light video editing audio editing of course but uh uh i want it to be uh everything needs to be linux you know, I don't want to have to fight with it, uh, compatible, you know, I want it to just work. So I'm pretty much settled on an NVIDIA. I just haven't decided what card, so, you know, which card they would recommend. So any of our listeners help me out.
0: Okay. Well, there it is. Yeah. Hopefully you get some really good responses and we have smart uh, people. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) We'll figure it out. That's for sure. And whether you build one or whether you buy one, Uh, I guess it depends on what kind of suggestions we get, right?
1: Yeah, uh, this kind of suggestions, uh, I I just, I have a problem. Uh, I mean, there are some uh, systems that I could buy that has Windows installed, but I I just don't want to deal with that at all, and I don't want to, and I want to make sure every piece that goes into it uh, is compatible.
0: Right, right. And certainly going the System 70 or 6 route, you have that. Yeah. Yeah, but so. if it if they don't have a configuration that you want or that you can modify one of those configurations you know when, when you log in and, and order mm-hmm. one you get some choices but if they don't offer the choices you're interested in then maybe building one is the right option for you I, I'm just
1: trying to decide whether uh, do I really need an i7 like in my that I have on my laptop or well I could an i5 um Work just as well, because, you know, there seem to... It's hard to tell the difference between some of them. Um, yeah. So maybe someone's smarter than me. I was looking at the specs. I'm like, you know, what is the difference here? I-5, you know, is very close to my I-7 I have in my laptop now. So I don't know. I'll let the sm- or smart listeners uh, help me figure this one out.
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Good. And, well, my... um What did you do? My uh latest... Uh, thing is not computer hardware but computer software and i have upgraded to ubuntu mate 17.04 man
1: you're not upgrade uh, kick these days
0: yeah yeah so i i'm on the latest ubuntu mate and not much has changed which is a good mm-hmm. thing <laughs> because because it runs as expected. Yeah, some updated uh kernel, updated mate version, some updated applications or swapped out applications, they've moved everything to GTK3 as opposed to some of the GTK2 things that were hanging around from previous releases. So, they've upgraded everything in preparation for I'm sure the next long-term support release and we'll try these things out and see how it goes. Um, The good thing is for those people who are on the long-term support release, which of course is what we recommend for folks who just want their operating system to get out of the way, let them get things done and so that it works for them rather than the other way around, stay on the long-term support releases. But one of the things you run into with other distributions is when you stay on an LTS, you usually end up with older versions of applications, unless you manually install the newer versions or you subscribe to a PPA and get your versions that way. The nice thing about Ubuntu Mate is that when you go through the software boutique, many times they're using those same PPAs, trusted PPAs, personal package archives is what PPA stands for, By virtue of that fact, you're getting the latest version of those things that are installed by way of the software boutique, regardless uh, of uh, what release of Ubuntu Mate you're on, because the PPAs are always kept up to date with the latest versions, and so you never fall behind, at least with those particular packages or those particular applications. So that's one of the good things with Ubuntu Mate is they... Take things from a practical perspective.
1: Well, that sounds like the best of both worlds.
0: It does. It does. Yeah.
1: Let me know how it
0: works. Yep. So far, so good. Nothing okay. Nothing is different. <laughs> nothing is broken. Uh, <laughs> so it's good.
1: <laughs> Let me play with it. I'll break it.
0: Okay. On with our episode. <laughs> yes.
1: So on our, a couple episodes back, I did a distro. Review of several different um, distributions, mm-hmm. and I kind of was frustrated with Sabion. and I said, you know, I really need to give them the benefit of the doubt. So what I did is I said, let's have some fun and a lot of pain, and it wasn't really <laughs> that okay. bad. So, okay. so you know, after the last distribution review, I decided to have another look at S- Sabion Linux. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was a little too harsh on it because Katie had really annoyed me with with all his issues, and I and, and, and I can actually say I'm glad I went back and reviewed Sabian because, um, like I'll tell you, you have to wait to the end of the episode to find out <laughs> <laughs> cliffhanger. Of course, they could just fast forward it, but okay. Yeah. So the version, the current version is 1611. Uh, Mm-hmm. And it's a 6.4 – I use a 6.4-bit, of course. And one of the things I noticed after I got through a lot of yanking Katie out by its roots was that the system resources utilized uh, utilize uh, with the Cinnamon desktop are really impressive. Mm -hmm. I was running two browsers, email clients, music player, along with, I had a video that was playing in VLC in the background, and the system never needed to use the swap, and the highest I ever saw the memory usage was 2.5 gigs.
0: Wow, okay.
1: Now, I do have a Core i7, which has eight cores, and I, I was watching... How much it was actually working the the cores and really never maxed them out. It seemed to really handle anything I could throw at it. It never Mm -hmm. really felt slow. Now this is my un unscientific tests, of course. Yeah. But it you know it's really good. Uh, It seems to be really good on the hardware when it comes to running it. Okay. So if you have an older laptop, I'm saying hey. It could probably run pretty well.
0: Yeah, yeah, it certainly sounds it. it sounds it. So um, before we go on, let's give a bit of a description of Sabian okay. for those yeah, folks who, who don't know it all that well. And I'll read this directly from Sabian's website on how they describe themselves. It says, Sabian is a beginner-friendly Gentoo-based open-source Linux distribution. We aim to deliver the best out-of-box user experience by providing the latest open-source technologies in an elegant format. In Sabion, everything should just work. We offer a bleeding-edge operating system that is both stable and reliable.
1: That's a lot to say. Yeah, to usually your
0: when you're describing bleeding-edge, it's not in the same sentence as stable and reliable. So. And elegant. Yeah, and elegant. So, uh, with that in mind, Bill, what did you find out?
1: Okay, before we, we start, let's take a quick look at some of the facts about Sabian, So we're all on the same page. Okay. Sabian is based on Gentoo. Now, Gentoo is... is you compile everything for a Gentoo uh, mm-hmm. system, right? I mean, everything. So it's really uh, the one of the distributions you go to when you're more advanced and you just want to get the most out of your uh, your, so- your hardware right. and software.
0: Yeah, and one of, one of the advantages of compiling your own software to install it on your computer is the fact that, A, you don't have any packages that you don't need Mm-hmm. And B, you end up with a configuration uh, of that particular application that's specifically geared to the hardware that you have on your computer because you're compiling it on that hardware.
1: Yeah, so it's so it's Gentoo. It's not like a distro that is like based on Red Hat or Debian,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: th- th- this is an important fact because those are two. Um, um, Hang on, see, I messed
0: up here. Sorry, I didn't mean to throw you off.
1: Yeah, that's all right. <clears throat> um, let me just read. so Sebion is based on Gentoo, and so it's not like Red Hat or Ubuntu, which you know have big companies. It's actually more like Debian, uh, and that's an important fact because it's a community-run uh, distribution. It doesn't have a lot out of large back, backers. Right. Okay. So so everything's done because people uh, love what they do and they want to see it do well. Uh, I'm not saying that uh, Red Hat and Ubuntu are different, but it, it's kind of a different philosophy uh, sort of because it's, they don't have a big company that dump a lot of resources. It's supported by the community. Yeah. Now, the package manager it uses is called, and I always, every time I see this, I want to say Ringo, but it's Rigo. I think it's Rigo or Rigo, however you want to say it, which pulls from a huge binary package library. Now, let me just define binary for you. Binary just means that the source programs are already compiled to run on the system so most of the time the general options and features are selected that most users would want and use now if you want to compile your own version of the software from source you can do that too because it's based on gentoo and uh since it's based on gentoo you can use a program called portage and i will put a link in the show notes so you can get your geek on if you want to read about that okay uh i didn't do any uh, any compiling at all i just used Narigo to install the packages i went the lazy way search for the program and click the button done
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay all right so what did you find out that were the pros and the cons
1: the pros everything i found just worked Uh, once i found the package i clicked it entered my uh, password it installed it Ran great. The cons, if you're really trying to get the absolute most bang for those, your hardware buck, you might be losing a little, of, a little bit of uh, speed. But it was so fast that you know I just didn't see the need to even compile it. But you can if you want to. Okay. Now, the thing with it being on Gentoo based is that if you can't find something in the library you're going to have to compile it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I was able to find everything that you needed. And so, you know, when you compile programs, you get to pick what features you want. Right. But with, with the ones in the binary library, it they're just, you get what's compiled into it. And from what I was able to see, uh, see it had everything I wanted. So I think new users just click it and forget it type of thing. And, and later on, if you want to go and um you know compile something uh you can so that's the only problems and cons I can really think of mm-hmm. about the system okay so you know another thing that I found is that Sabian is a rolling release, so you install it and you forget about it to a point. okay (laughs) it depends on when you installed the image you could have a lot of updates and i did i timed my system updates and it took under two hours and i have a pretty fast connection (laughs) so uh but i was still able to use the system i just didn't have all the latest and greatest until it was updated so if you don't have a real fast connection you might want to start the updates and go to bed
0: Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is one of those where they put out a new image periodically. And if you get the image just after the release of it, it's not going to be very many updates for you. But yes. if you happen to get it just before they release a new image, <laughs> you've got to catch up on all those updates, right? You do. Yeah. Now,
1: this is important because there some of our listeners might be on a metered connection and it can eat quite a bit of data yeah just to kind of give you an example i had 174 updates to the system and i had just updated two days ago the mm-hmm. good news is i always had the latest and greatest but uh, sometimes you know it's like okay another another hundred updates so that's the thing with the rolling release you're constantly getting updates to software in the system so that's that's different it's not like a long-term support where you know pretty much all the features are set and like you said you know they might update the programs but the base system stays the same until you upgrade
0: mm-hmm. right so, so if you're uh, if you're using your computer tethered to your cellular telephone and you've got an unlimited plan, you're going to hit the cap on your unlimited plan, which, of course, makes it not an unlimited plan. But that's <laughs> yeah. you know, one, of, one of the uh, issues with the U.S. Uh, <laughs> mobile phone plans here is that even the unlimited plan has limits on data and so on. So anyway, don't use this distribution if the only connection to the internet you have is through your cell phone (laughs) because you're going to eat up your data plan pretty quick now they do
1: have a sense of humor uh when you when you select updates it says okay we're working go make some coffee
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay good good
1: so it's usually not that bad but if you like i said if you get that that uh, image uh, there's going to be lots of updates so be prepared to watch Netflix or watch a video or go watch a movie or go to bed because it's still going to be updating and when you get up, it'll be done.
0: Yeah. So, have you used it long enough to know how frequently you get updates after you've been using it a while? Do you get like 100 a day or?
1: Uh, I, I got, like I said, I got 174 and I had just updated two days ago. Uh
0: huh. Okay.
1: But these were, these were, this was relatively quick updates. Okay. All uh, right. So
0: so you're going to need a, a decent machine to run Sabion to handle all these updates quickly and so on. So let's take a look at what the system requirements for Sabion are, according to their website again. All right? Okay. Okay. So 64-bit processor, at least 512 megabytes of RAM and they suggest one gigabyte for decent eye candy effects. So if you're gonna use flashy graphics, one gigabyte. An OpenGL capable 3D graphics card and mostly NVIDIA, ATI, Intel, and VIA, or VIA, VIA, yeah. 20 gigabytes of free space. That's for a bare minimum DVD install. 30 plus gigabytes is highly recommended. Eight gigabytes of free space for a mini CD install. Hmm. I didn't know that anybody used mini CDs anymore. But anyway, uh, 10 plus gigabytes is recommended for internet connection. Not mandatory, but it's highly suggested. And they also say a DDC capable monitor, mouse, and keyboard. And DDC is a standard, I think, that lets the software control the power settings and other settings around Display, okay. keyboard, and mouse, I think. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I had to look it up myself. They, they also state that the install recommendations of 512 megabytes of RAM might be too low for some of the desktops. So one gigabyte might be considered the lowest. I would try to install Savion with.
1: Yeah, I don't think you want to try it with 512 megabytes, but it's good to know that if you feel daring, you could, but most machines, and even older ones, at least have one gigabyte, so that's not really an issue. Uh, So none of these system requirements look extreme, uh, but the one thing I would point out, (laughs) uh, they say the 30 gigabyte is highly recommended, Nah, you mm-hmm. might want to add a little bit more.
0: Yeah, yeah that seems minimum to me. <laughs>
1: yeah, they, they, they install a lot. <laughs>
0: okay. Okay.
1: Now, let's talk about the community just for a second. Sure. Uh, and I, inter- I interacted with quite, uh, quite a few of them uh, in their forums, and I chatted with them on IRC, and I had some questions, and we were very, all of them were very helpful and friendly. And never once did they tell me to re- RTFM or read the manual.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's the nice way to say it. Yeah, um, I know you. Ubuntu has some friendly forms, and I would say Sabians are just as friendly. So there's nothing you know to be intimidated about. I do get the impression that from the reading and chatting that the people are a little bit more laid back because it is community distribution, and they seem pretty much happy group. So right. <laughs> they, it was not very intimidating at all. Um, now. I'm gonna chat about my experience and how I changed Sabion to meet my needs, which involves ganking out KDE. <clears throat>
0: okay. Sounds like we're going towards a rant here, Bill.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going we'll try to keep it to a minimum here, but okay. uh K D E, what were you smoking? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man kde was just a pain in the butt the, you know the you know there's glitches to the just work the volume there was three panels i had to play with so mm-hmm. i said oh man this is this is not working okay and you know it lock it would lock the machine up and sit there and then the the browser the text was all huge and it was just i more problems than i wanted to deal with so i um Went ahead and said, "I'm gonna tweak the system, and I'm gonna really give it a, a a decent try." And spoiler alert: now I did like it after I ganked out KD and put cinnamon in, mm-hmm. and I really, really, really like it. Okay, uh, cinnamon. Larry got me started on cinnamon, and I just I've kind of fallen in love with it. So it's not one of the uh, versions. The, uh, the official versions. Yeah, the official versions. But yeah. uh, you can get like Savion GNOME, and you can add the um, packages from the from the library. So it's not okay. a big issue. And there's weakest wiki weak, tell you how to do it.
0: Okay, so you start with GNOME, and then you add cinnamon on top.
1: Or like me, you start with Sabian KDE, you yank KDE out and giggle with happiness, and then you install Gnome, and then you install Cinnamon, and then you have the machine that you should have done it the other way.
0: <laughs> kind of. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> so they have five versions of, of Sabian, and I'm not listing the server versions or the super minimalist version, because they have those too, but okay. the ones that an average user would want to the download, install, just to get things done. Okay. And this is gonna make you happy. They have Sabian Mate. Okay. They have Sabian Gnome. Right. Sabian KDE. Don't ever use it. Sabion uh, uh, XFCE. And I included this one, but this one might not be the most user friendly for, but maybe for more advanced users, Sabion Fluxbox, because that's pretty bare.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So those so, are the five official versions. Yeah.
1: yeah, five official versions. Now, there are the other ones with the server version, the minimalist version. I didn't even include those, but they do have them. So, you know, don't write me and say, hey, you didn't tell me about these. Yeah. I, I just wanted the ones that someone could download, install, and use.
0: Right. Okay.
1: And, I, and actually, if you really want to get to it, I would say it has four because I wouldn't consider KD worth a the, uh, mind. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So of course I had picked KD and it was not a nice experience. Uh, it had glitches. So I got rid of it. I did a quick search on a wiki. It told me how to do everything. I followed the steps and it just worked perfectly. Once SIM was installed, all the problems went away. Uh, then to my pleasure, No more problems. No more problems at all. It just works beautifully. I Hmm. haven't had a single problem. I mean, I just wish I would have done it the easy way, but of course, that's not me. So here's my recommendation for you guys. Any version except KDE.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, and I'm a little surprised because KDE is a very established uh, desktop environment, and you know, it's been around a long time, but it, more importantly, it's got a lot of tweaks and adjustments, and so on. You would think that you would be able to, as a uh, Sabion developer um, mm-hmm. putting together the Sabion distribution, that you could tweak KDE so that it works a little bit better.
1: Well, they could probably do it. I don't have the patience for it. <laughs> yeah. I just want it to work,
0: yeah, but I would think that the package maintainers or the distribution maintainers would would do some tweaking up front, but maybe maybe their philosophy is provide the bare bones, and the user's going to tweak it to their own, but they uh, include
1: likes. everything but the kitchen sink in the i mean, I was uninstalling uh, k d e programs forever,
0: mm. but oh yeah, yeah, when you install k d e to get it uninstalled, not an easy task, no, it took a while, but Uh, I've heard that
1: the sabian mate is really good. I heard Uh the gnome is good, right? um, And there's a lot of people that actually like XFCE. I wanted to use cinnamon because Larry got me hooked on it, and Mm -hmm. um, it it really is nice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's nice.
1: It really is very friendly. Yeah. So, um, that's about the end of the rant. Uh, So, if you were someone that was going to use Savion, Larry, which one would you recommend for someone just brand new? Maybe the top three that you, you would uh, recommend, and this doesn't include Cinnamon, right. but out of that list, which ones would you recommend in what order?
0: Well, I have to do this a little bit blind because I haven't tried Savion, uh in a long time. And when I did try it, it was just in a virtual machine, which is somewhat of a artificial environment although you you do get a good flavor for how it works so just based on what i know about the desktop environments and your review so far i would have to say for an average computer user who just wants to use linux savvy on linux to get things done uh start with the mate version uh then i I think the gnome version is probably number two Okay. And the XFCE version would be number 3. And based on your review of KDE, uh, it's not going to be number 4. It'll be at the bottom of the list and I would recommend <laughs> the the Fluxbox more complicated version before I recommend a version that you've just said doesn't really work. So <laughs> Mate, Gnome, XFCE, Fluxbox and then KDE.
1: I was expecting you to say I'd recommend KDE first. <laughs>
0: just to yeah. Spite no. me. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I think you would agree with my assessment, right?
1: Yeah, I think uh, pretty much read that list of works. Now, one of the things I like about Sabion is that it comes ready to go to work. Surf the web. And the most important, you can find the programs that, you, that you're used to in Windows or even OSX. And some of the ones that I use and found and installed with ease are Dropbox, Google Chrome, Skype, just to name a few. All of them worked with zero trouble. Good. Uh, and I know these are not open source programs but let's face it these are the things people want and need to work right so if it's between having it on Linux or having it on Windows I'd take it on Linux any day of the week and that's just that's just me now if this is not what you know if you're into the open source and you don't want to install these this is not the distribution for you uh, because uh, another thing that made me real happy was the media codexes were installed. No digging around or trying to find the right ones to get that video to play or the DVD to work. It just works, mm-hmm. and it works well, and what's and that's what's needed in my opinion. Now, if you want a Linux, a Linux distribution that doesn't have this, there's lots of them out there. So, again, just fair warning, This this one – has no uh, uh, qualms about including codexes and stuff. <laughs>
0: so Okay, yeah. It, everything
1: just works out of the box. Install and play or install and work, you're kind of your choice.
0: Right, so Savion is not one of those that would make uh, Richard Stallman happy.
1: Oh, no, no. He would probably be f- flipping around, rolling on the floor if he, you know, because it has, you know, the, the latest NVIDIA... Um, drivers and you know etc etc so yeah uh, i'm just i'm just of the opinion that it's uh it's great for people that just want it, or that are coming from windows or coming from OS X and just want a system that they can get the programs they need to work or play without a lot of hassle
0: mm-hmm. yeah and i would not have thought Sabion would be one of those that we could recommend for new users. But it sounds like if you select the right desktop, it could be a very useful place to start with Linux. May take a little additional tweaking uh, than something like Ubuntu Mate or uh, Mint with Cinnamon. Uh, But uh, it sounds like it's reasonable for recommending to a new user who wants to maybe maybe someone with a desire to dig into Linux a little bit more as opposed to somebody who just wants it to use and get out of the way.
1: Yeah, I, now I will say it is uh, new user-friendly, but I would say it's not as friendly as Ubuntu Mate or uh, Linux Mint or regular Ubuntu. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I, I'd say it's in the top five. Uh, so... After my harsh review last time, I'm ready to revamp my rating on Sabian Linux. Okay. And from one to five, f- five being the best and one being worst, I would give Sabian about a four and a half. Okay. Nothing's perfect. Now, I, I have been liking Sabian so much, I am st- going to stick with it. I have got it set up, and I'm just not about to go through all that work again.
0: (laughs) Okay, yes, yes, there's that way of thinking about it.
1: Yeah, I've got it. Works great. It Has all the programs. I'm enjoying it. So you know that will probably last a couple weeks until I get another uh, fly in my ointment and have to try something different. And so you know, you've heard that before. I'm sticking with it. Oh, I changed. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <Next> <laughs> that's week. true that's true so here's the test Bill yes when you, you at the top of the show you were talking about either building or buying a new mm-hmm. computer would you put Sabian on your new computer absolutely good okay so there's a chance you might stick with it
1: yeah I, I might stick with it but okay we'll see you know the, <laughs> ask me next
0: episode if I'm still okay. running okay all right fair enough okay, <laughs>
1: okay. now I gave it a four and a half, and that being said, I do have to admit, rather grudgingly, that while I think it can be used by a brand new person, mm-hmm. I still mm-hmm. feel Ubuntu Mate uh, or Linux Mint would be a better starting point for the newest people. Right. Okay. Yep. I, I have to say that again, so you know, uh, because Ubuntu Mate and even Linux Mint, they they really cater to new users. Yes. And I believe installing it and getting things up and running would be easier than Sabian. But no, I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility for someone to actually get it Sabian to work if they're brand new. I just, there's some things that, you know, require a little bit more understanding. And I just think Ubuntu Mate would still be number one in that book.
0: Yeah, so it sounds like you want to use Ubuntu Mate or Linux Mint, but Sabian would be for someone who's not about to get frustrated, maybe, with some issues with their computer or their software, right?
1: Yeah, I would say that. And, you know, I've used Ubuntu Mate, and I like it a lot. And the reason I'm saying I think it would be a better first-time Linux distribution to start with is the setup's easy, and if they go with the long-term support, they, they don't they're not gonna have all these updates nonstop, right? You know, uh, or you know, it's just uh, the the program manager is easier to understand. Uh, You know, get finding things. Uh, There's lots and lots of documentation from Debian, from Linux Mint, from Ubuntu, to Ubuntu Mate. They all have uh, websites and and uh, wiki, so that people can find just about anything they need to get to fix if they do have a problem or if they have a question. So that's that. That's why I didn't give it a perfect five but nothing's perfect. So, yeah. Uh,
0: no, it's, so. that's a very high rating, so that's good.
1: Yeah. For me, considering I think I gave it like two stars last time.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough.
1: Um, so I think Savion is a strong contender, and maybe after it gets more comfortable uh, with links, they can try this. Um, if they happen to be more of a computer-savvy person, give it a whirl. Now, Savion has a lot to offer, But one of the reasons it has bots offer is it has a base of Gentoo. And if that way you could actually use Sabian to kind of get into Gentoo slowly and compile your first programs in Sabian. And there's, you know, I I put some links in the uh, show notes that that show you how to do it. They don't really recommend it, but you can. Mm -hmm. And maybe after you've been a while, you want to try Arch um or maybe some of the other uh more advanced distributions you don't have sure. to but you know if you're like us you just want the thing to work and you don't want to have to tinker with it all the time this is probably one of the uh one of the ones that you can kind of play with and still have <laughs> everything work <laughs> until you break it like i do <laughs> so uh if you go with uh sabian and this is just from my experience you should have a pretty good experience as long as you stay away from KDE. Now, I'm hoping that KDE will get their act together. Um, but I've tried other KDEs, and this is, it's really irritated me. I, I'm not a big KDE fan anyway, but I wanted to see it because, you know, they always say, hey, we're, we've been around for, I think, they to celebrate their 20th anniversary um, of the project not too long ago. And it's just not where it needs to be for new users. I mean, if this was what someone handed me and I had that interface with all the problems, I'd go back to Windows. Mhm. So, that's why I think Ubuntu Mate is it's a good one you know, go go with something like Cinnamon Ubuntu Mate um Linux Mint, you know, something that's a, you know, people can kind of relate to.
0: Right, right. And I think if you did want to try KDE, you, you would probably be better off going to Ubuntu with KDE because they do some tweaks to make sure that KDE is configured properly for Ubuntu before they actually send it out as a release, right?
1: Yeah, I would say so. i say that they probably have it. Or another one's called KRunner. I hear they have a real nice one.
0: Right. Okay, good.
1: Anyway, that's the end of my rant and my review. Sebion, four and a half stars. uh, But... uh, I think our recommendation for, from our podcast for first-time user, go with Ubuntu Mate as number one.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. And Bill, you put a lot of work into this. Thanks for reviewing Savion. Uh, I know it takes some time to put together this kind of a review, and I think you did a bang-up job on it. I think you've uh, dug into some of the things that people would want to know in order to get your recommendation before they try it. And you've given enough cautions around when to use it and when not to use it. I think our listeners would have an idea of which category of user they fall into. So, you know, if, if you're not the kind of person who likes to uh, experiment around a little bit um, and you are the kind of person who just wants things to work out of the box without having to adjust anything or uh, mess with things to make them work, Sabian's probably not for you. But if you don't mind uh, tinkering a little bit, adjusting settings, if you're the kind of person after you install, you want to set things up just the way you like it, Sabian might be for you.
1: Yeah, uh, okay. Of course, Larry, you could give me a... uh a challenge to do a review on Ubuntu Mate that would give me a, an excuse to wipe out Sabian but now I'm just throwing that out there
0: <laughs> Look I think uh if if you really wanted to use Ubuntu Mate I wouldn't have to throw out a challenge for you to do it
1: <laughs> But see that way I could say face <laughs> I see
0: I see okay Bill you're not working with me here I'd I'd like you to do a review of Ubuntu Mate
1: Great. I'll get right on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I actually, um I am looking forward. I haven't downloaded the latest version and mm-hmm. I'm kind of anxious to see what's changed. Um you know, Sabian, I'm going to keep on my spare hard drive cuz I've got 3 in here. Yeah. Uh and I've got a, one that's just begging to have another has the old, an older Ubuntu on it. So I think that thing needs to die. Uh-huh. So so I think it's a nuke and pave uh, uh, sometime this week so I can play with it. Um, I'm looking forward to s- uh, seeing how it compares to now that I've spent so much time with Sabian. Now I can sw- kind of switch back and forth. and s- sure. And uh, I'm going to write I- – I think I will write Ubuntu Mate and just kind of give my overall – because I haven't done one.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and I know you've you've uh, had high praise for Cinnamon, and you really like Cinnamon, oh, as I do. do I. I really like it. It's nice and smooth and and modern looking, and so it's on. but yes. the The thing with Cinnamon, though, I find when I install a distribution with Cinnamon, I'm adjusting the user interface of Cinnamon so that it looks like GNOME two, <laughs> 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 or Mate, so I decided, why not just go with Mate, and then I have less to adjust, and with this release, and the most recent releases of Ubuntu Mate, it is, it has um, that smooth, nice, professional look to it, and Mm -hmm. it just does what I want it to do, so yeah, I'd be interested in your thoughts about it.
1: You know, one thing I'm really surprised is that, you know, Mate looks uh, almost exactly like the old gnome 2, but yeah, but I don't understand why Ubuntu wouldn't adopt that as their uh, desktop of choice. And, you know, you can have a gnome one too, but you know, people liked, and I did too. I liked the old interface. It worked well. It wasn't flashy. You could make it flashy, but yeah. it, you know you didn't have to dig around 15 menus to turn up the volume like you had to do on that project that will go unnamed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just wonder why do you think they wouldn't, uh, you know, use the Mate uh, desktop for that?
0: Well, they do. Ubuntu Mate is the one of the official. Versions, well, I know it's one yeah. of the
1: official, but why didn't they just make that, it's oh, that as a default? Oh, as the
0: main version? Yeah. I yeah. Think, yeah, I think they wanted to have Mate as one of their official versions. And I think they wanted to move on to something other than Unity. And rather than completely kill Unity and not replace it with anything, I think they took the option of saying, okay, we're since Unity is based on GNOME, let's just go back to GNOME. Uh, and we'll have two Gnome-ish, uh, really, you know, versions for our users. There's the true Gnome version, and there's the Ubuntu uh, Ma- uh, Mate version, which, although it looks like Gnome 2, it is a modern desktop environment. It is not Gnome 2. It has come a long way. The the only yes. thing that looks like Gnome 2 is the fact that you've got a Uh, a panel at the top and a panel at the bottom. And the configuration of the menu is as it was in GNOME 2. Everything else is completely modern GTK3 and works like butter.
1: It works like butter. Now, I also want to throw one more. Uh, I was, when I was asking for, um, uh, people's ideas on my, my build of my, my future machine. Yeah. uh, I didn't mention, uh, uh, if they thought maybe AMD uh, would be a uh, processor would work. So, you know, either way, uh, if you think that AMD would be a better, let me know.
0: Okay. And and based on that, I think we can get a lot of discussion going with it. So let's direct all of the input on Bill's new machine over to our forums on Google Plus so that we can get, some back and forth on the suggestions and here's what i think here's what i somebody else thinks and here's why this opinion is better than the other opinion and i i don't want any flame wars but let's see if we can get some real debates going
1: yeah and whoever helps you most gets a mention on the podcast like oh wait a minute now i want people to help me never mind (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, i think yeah. we better wrap this thing up before okay. i get in more trouble than i already am in all I know right KD project's gonna send a hitman after me
0: i think so after this one yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Bill. So our next episode is listener feedback. And until then, you can go to our website at goinglinux.com for articles and show notes, as well as links to download and to subscribe to our podcast. We are the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get things done.
1: And if you'd like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining a discussion in our Going Linux
0: podcast Google Plus community. Until next time, thanks for listening. 73.